All right, I don't know how many people that have podcast entertainment channels ended up with some major glitches and some error codes come up early this morning. I had a podcast actually posted last night. I don't know what the hey happened to it and the files. Um, talked to a couple other people that have podcasts as well, international, and they experienced something strange similar to it. So, um, boy, just hope all this stuff um, with the war and that going on is not um, starting to the cyber issues in the United States. Although, let's just face it, it's already going on. And majority of companies are facing some really strange glitches and errors going on right now and tightening things up. But um, that's what you pay the engineers these companies and these platforms do they have their own engineers to resolve the issues and that and uh hopefully this one goes through i don't know i have to go through later on the podcast and uh make sure on the main board that everything's running smooth and um no other files have magically disappeared but with the crazy things going on right now in the world i mean anything's possible and um doesn't it make you just really uncomfortable to have a bank in the united states with you know <laughs> any account connected to you does not make you feel a little uneasy i'm sure it's crossed everyone's mind over the past oh maybe two days should i keep money in the account should i just basically keep the nil bare minimum and start stockpiling should i start doing like you know my grandparents believe back in the day depression and that people started hiding money and you know giving money to other people to hide it and I truly believe we're pretty much there, aren't we? I mean, because I predicted four dollars in gas by the end of March, and good lord, we're what three seventy nine. Um, oh, it's just it's absolutely crazy. It really is. But um, I I anticipate cyber attacks going to happen with the United States. It's just a given. So um, not surprised. Anything is possible, and when you international podcast and you're on. Um, many, many platforms. This is going to happen too. So I anticipated it, but uh, up so far in the platform and, and the uh, podcast have remained, I don't know, on other platforms that um, host For Yourself My Journey. Um, I've heard through the grapevine there's been some glitches and errors as well on some of the international podcasts, but like I said, it's just all to be anticipated and expected, you know? Um, it's just we're in that time of life, right? And that day and age, and uh, I said 2022, anything goes. I mean, we don't want to say that anymore because <laughs> we don't want anything goes. I think we've had enough. We just need to realize some kind of peace, right? Definitely. But uh, I was able to try um, on prior podcast, those of you who didn't listen, I've been trying to just find a way to um, get some balance back in my life, you know, to get some kind of. I don't know, some normalcy, I'm just going to say, and uh, fitness for me has always been, you know, my way of sanity and bringing some peace and just to kind of dial it down, um, to work it out since, like I said, I was 15, remember VHS tapes, you know, working out, Jane Fonda tapes, yes, I'm 50, so I remember Jane Fonda tapes, and I was, what, maybe 14, 15, um, just a lot of fitness and working out, and it's always um, just been something for me, my escape. But it's been really tough internally um, with things just continuing to progress. And that's normal with what I'm going through. Um, mentally, I'm strong as hell. I'm the strongest I've ever been mentally. See, that's the problem. It's physically my body can't keep up with mentally I want to do. And I'm starting to feel 
I told my trauma therapist, I'm starting to feel like depression. Um, and I don't know if it's just mental depression, although they believe it's just physically, internally what's going on, because they're able to go back through um, medical records and see where I have actually experienced what I felt like was some kind of depression. And really it wasn't anything like psychologically going on. It was just factors internally that were making me feel this way. And um, with ovarian tumors in that, and especially with cancer and it feeds off of hormones, you kick in autoimmune problems, Addison's disease connected, and it's just as um, one of my doctors said, it's just like a really not good mixture of things. It's like a time bomb, you know, to just get into this, the feelings of really just, you have to be careful um, to not get, you know, starting to feel really, if you start feeling just not right, you know, and I, I'm a person that's very in tune with myself emotionally and internally, you know, I'm very in tune with my body, so I'm not one to sit around if I'm not feeling right to uh, contact one of my physicians and say I'm not feeling well, but um, it's internally, I'm just dealing with a lot. And uh, my brain just wants to resort back to normalcy, which I think is completely, I mean, who wouldn't blame me? But physically, I've been getting beat down and um, it's been a while. I haven't been able to walk a lot. Um, I miss walking with for kids with the dogs I haven't been able to really do that um, with winter time and that yes but last year it was the least I wasn't able to bike I love to bike um, you lose a lot of things that you enjoy doing and it puts you I mean I wouldn't say a funk it just it's hard to um, kick yourself in the butt so to speak and to still um, fight I'm just gonna say fight it makes it hard to fight, to keep going. And rightfully so. I don't think anybody would blame me. As trauma therapists say, you have a right to feel how you're going to feel. Nobody's going to sit there and say you don't have that right. It's, it's easily just, you know, justified how I feel. Internally, it's just kicking my butt. Um, and I went to, this is, you know, picture, like I said, our prior podcast. Um, this is me. And uh, no filler, no filters, or filters, excuse me, no makeup. This is just me. Um, I was able to finally get out and enjoy. And not, I mean, I wasn't able to walk a lot, but I was able to get out, you know. And uh, I felt good to be able to just, you know, get some type of, you know, exercise. And I loved hiking trails, and I loved biking. And these are just things I really miss, and fitness and working out. And uh, like I said, mentally, it's just like... Um, my brain and my body, um, internal meaning body and my brain are just like yin and yang. It, um, is it happened a lot? I asked my trauma therapist, as I said, is just, I mean, normal. Um, the only person I knew that really fought that I know really, truly, that really fought and mentally was just strong and, you know, um, very attuned and very keen and very just, you know, on it and um, as far as fighting and stuff and continuing to go and maybe be just forcing internally just keep the body going with a grandfather and I said this before he was a runner and he had prostate cancer but he still kept running and running and running I question and wonder if he felt the same 
because he defied odds and he did things that were just miraculous and people would you would never think internally he was struggling because he was so I mean just mentally sharp I think that's where I really want to go mentally sharp uh, even being younger like in my 20s I just remember seeing him run I'm thinking how is he running you know with cancer and what he's going through and I think really um, he was very uh, mentally sharp still till really all the way to the end of the journey I remember being in the room and hospice wasn't there yet and um, being there during his last breath and he fought like hell he fought with everything I mean just could stand there and you just saw it and watch him and, and he fought it was the first time I ever was present in seeing um, someone pass I believe it was a yeah it was actually the first um, I was around a loved one my fur kids is you know those are my fur kids and it's tough too to be there with them when they passed I'm blessed and fortunate for that but uh, as far as a loved one, that was the first time to see that and to watch someone take their final breath. And for other loved ones, you know, and being there and that, the experience was totally different. Um, my grandfather fought. He fought away to the end. Um, and I question sometimes, by fighting that hard, was he prolonging the suffering? Now that I know what I'm going through, I can like justify by the answer and saying, yes, he did. He suffered. Um, did he prolong by fighting and being so, you know, mentally strong, but physically it was, the cancer was winning. Did it prolong um, and cause some suffering? I, I really think so. I do. Because the experience with another loved one wasn't the same. Um, there was acceptance, you know, with other loved ones, but um, not with my grandfather. I don't want to pass like that. Um, but I realize and I'm catching myself, pushing myself, um, pushing my body to do things that physically I just can't anymore. But mentally I'm not accepting. No, I'm sorry, body. <laughs> You're still going to do it. I'm pushing myself to the limit and um, I got a swift reality of what happens when I do that I went to the gym last night um, and I just I just needed to just you know take some time out for me clear my mind and just you know like I say fitness has always been there and uh, I always loved the treadmill that's something I always enjoyed cardio things like that um, I spent an hour there, an hour and 15 minutes maybe. Um, I realized hour and 15 minutes I took two, three breaks. Um, I was doing okay at first, and then it was like I got towards the end of that hour, and I started getting really out of breath. I started really feeling sick, and... Um, I started just getting dizzy. I just felt just um, 
my needle as far as like the strong narcotics and things and other um, um, sedatives, I'll say, just, you know, to help me sleep. I try not to have to resort to that. And that's the problem, too, is I will fight through the pain, uh, <clears throat> which is not good. Um, internally, things are positional, as I said, with the um, main tumor. Everything's fused together with the organs. So gravity really will control how great that pain is. Um, the pain's been nonstop. I'm dealing with it around the clock. If sometimes I'll have like good days, good hours, whatever, I'm going to go and I'm going to do what I can, but um, I'm running out of energy and I know that, but I pushed myself, which maybe is not the greatest thing, although I need to find some other things that um, when I feel I just need to free myself emotionally and mentally and just, you know, I need to find other things where I'm not burning myself out internally, but I um, got a realization and it was a um, reawakening. I started getting really sick. I had actually a lady that was there with her daughter asked me if I was okay while I was walking to the bathroom. And I said, oh, no, I'm fine. But I'm thinking I have something on me or whatever. I looked in the mirror in the bathroom and I was white as a ghost. Um, I did not look good. And it was hard, it started hard to breathe. So I ended up leaving. And um, this is the truth. And um, not to gross anyone out, because I'm not. Um, this is a picture of me, you know, this week being able to walk in that and be outdoors in that and enjoy it. Um, and then this is me, like, 20 minutes after I got home from the gym and I was still feeling weird. I got cleaning vinegar out and I started putting it in the refrigerator. Um, I just started not feeling good. And uh, I just sat down and this is not, um, I just don't discuss this stuff. I think the narcs did a lot emotionally, mentally. Um, every time I would discuss my health, they would make fun of it. And they tell people I was looking for sympathy and all that bullshit. Um, I actually had um, someone I was trying to reconnect with. And um, let's just say who's at fault they were. Um, they got married and they just, for every reason, they decided that they just didn't want to be friends anymore. And... Um, they said their spouse didn't want it, but I knew they were still friends with somebody else that they were close to also. So that was hurtful, but I moved on. But they were one of um, a handful I reconnected with over the holidays. And um, they had made comment about, well, maybe the narcs just in their mind, they believed you weren't sick or whatever. Um, I think that's a pretty, like, um, very low blow thing for narcs to say and do that they did because it emotionally caused some trauma to where it made me reserve back of sharing my journey and I'm learning through trauma therapy just how much um, brainwashing and damage I experienced emotionally from narcs the narcs I'm gonna call it cult the cult 
when there's more than one, there's many, and they join together and they check in. That's a cult. That's a cult. I don't care how you slice and dice. It's a cult. But it made me reserve back and scale back of, of sharing my journey. And so many people are like, why? Why did you stop? Because they didn't want you to tell the truth of how you were doing? Or is it because they feel so bad because they weren't there? And they refused to truly give you unconditional love and support. And they weren't there for your journey. And they don't want anybody to know that those masks are falling off. That they really weren't there at all. And they didn't care. They said they didn't care and they didn't. It's a, it, I, I'm not sure. But um, part of what I'm experiencing is, and this is part of tied in to internal things going on, is uh, out of nowhere... I can either, um, it happens one or two ways. When I got back from the gym, I knew that I had actually, my body, I felt like an hour is nothing. You know, I'm so used to, I remember I used to like be able to work out two or three hours, like it was nothing. Um, now it's like if I go an hour, it's like, is it really worth it? I question myself, and I still am right now. Is it, was it worth it? I, I don't know. I mean, mentally, yeah. Internally, no. Um, because I get, I get frustrated and I'm frustrated because I want my body to do what mentally I want to do. And I'm just realizing, boy, am I going to be like my grandfather? Am I going to, um, am I going to suffer? Cause I don't want to suffer, but it's trying to change my mental point of view and, um, mentally understanding I can't do the things like I used to do walking outdoors I should have understood that I thought maybe if I used a treadmill and I worked on indoors it wouldn't be as bad but um it's so unpredictable when you're dealing with chronic illness and some serious stuff because there's all sorts of symptoms and things that your body can do that although it may not make sense at the time it, it's 100% it all ties in somewhere along the way it is when I sat down, um, I just started gushing blood out of my nose. And uh, it took a good half an hour to stop. Um, sometimes it takes about 40 minutes. Uh, it does sound scary. I was um, told that if it goes like an hour, and you know, then you'll have to go to the emergency room. And, um, you know... <sighs> With ovarian stuff and with autoimmune and Addison's disease, it's like going against the grain against lack of hormones and too much hormone. And although they're two different aspects of what Addison's affects as far as your levels in your body and what ovarian tumors of cancer affects, um, the problem is, is when you get those two met together, it's just like I think to me, it's like a firework or bomb going off. I don't want to say bomb, but you know what I'm saying. I disregard that. I, I'm going to have to apologize for that because this is probably an appropriate thing for me to say. I'm rephrase that. It's like a firework going off. It collides together. Um, I was concerned because um, I was still white as a ghost when I got home. And um, then all of a sudden I just sat down and just blood. Um, sometimes I feel like people need to see what I go through. This is a picture. Um, not to gross anybody out. But this is my journey, my journey, 
And for the narcs who shut me down and told me I can't share my journey and that, oh, she's seeking to change that. You can take my middle finger, you can wrap it in my wrapping paper, and that's a gift from me to you, and you can stick it. Because I had literally was your target for many, many, many years, and I will never be your target again. I'm allowed to share my journey. And if you don't like it, tough cannolis. You can just peep right here. Because remember... You're not on the podcast anymore. Remember? Remember what your narc friends told me? You don't go on the podcast. So you shouldn't know anything that's going on in my life. And really, to be honest, it's none of your damn business anyway. You were the people who didn't give a damn, who didn't care about me. Not only did you tell me, but you showed it. So you have the rest of your life to live with your actions and decisions, which are not normal and not human by any means, in my opinion. But this is literally what I dealt with. I'm lucky to reconnect with some really close friends over the holidays. Um, One, I had to just, um, somebody I reconnected with, I questioned if uh, maybe the narcs were talking to them. Because there were some things that were said that were really off-putting and they were hurtful. And uh, I'm not going to put myself in any type of disrespect from anybody for the rest of my life. And that's the truth. Amen. I won't do it. And I won't deal with it. I will not tolerate it. Um, what I'm going through with my health is serious. And it's not a joke. And anybody who takes it as such or makes lewd comments or anything. Um, and it makes and you make a comment it sounds like a narc. Or what the narcs my would have said or did say. I'm going to graciously remove you out of my life. Um, I'm protecting myself. And um, I got a steel wall around me. And if I get any weird feeling or whatever, I'm just, that's it. I will remove people. No questions asked. But um, other friends I connect with, I'm lucky to be able to talk to them. Um, a couple of them when I got home from the channel, just like, you know, um, one with a background in medical was like, are, I mean, are you okay? And I'm thinking, I mean, I guess, you know, I need to go. I was like, I'm not going to the hospital. I'm really not. If it gets to an hour, of the bleeding, then yes. It was weird as I had it. And then, you know, it, obviously everything's, you know, blood is eventually going to stop and clot. But I'll be darned. It's just like move just a certain way and there it is again. And it's just not one side of my nose. It's both. And I get raging headaches with it. Um, I was supposed to get a head scan done by neurology. Um, just because of the issue with the bleeding in that spontaneous bleeding is concerning this has been going on a little while but it's gotten worse but um no i respectfully decline and i said because if there's something else connected or something else you know went out of original site or there's something else picked up a lesion or something i just i don't want to know i really don't so let's i'm just not uh thankfully they respected my decision, you know, because you have to be proactive on your health, you know, you have to make decisions that are best for you with your health care, you know, you're the patient, you have to remember that, you know, and a good doctor or doctors will respect your decisions, but I'm um, thankful, you know, to have the friends to give me an unconditional support, you know, because uh, I wouldn't say it's scary, but I was more concerned, I have not experienced yet ever going to the gym, and um, turning white as a ghost and getting really, really, really dizzy. And um, 
it was hard to breathe. It was very weird. Um, and of course, um, when I got home with, you know, stuff with the blood and that and body temperatures down, it was in a, you know, it was better my body temperature when I left or I wouldn't have went to the gym. But, um, as what my friend said, you know, that's your body telling you something, you know, mentally you're wanting to do things that internally, physically you can't anymore. It's like you're fighting what you can't do. And that was a great statement because I realized I've got another aspect of therapy that I really need to work on, which is acceptance because I don't think I ever got there. I said I did, but now obviously I didn't get there. Um, and I think a lot of it too is uh, I'm working with accepting of what I went through by some really, really harsh um, treatment by narcs and um, just being treated. I mean, it's not think, it's literally being treated that um, I'm not worthy of love. I'm not worthy of being a part of any aspect of what I now know are narcs. I wouldn't have wanted to be any aspect. It was probably a good thing. I was never included, but always excluded. But um, there's a lot of things that happened and transpired that um, I was always shut down and told I can't feel or think or, oh, yes, past ever, or I don't know you're talking about, um, the narc mentality, um, trauma. I'm working on it. So... I'm pushing my body to do things so I can heal. And also when I feel like, hey, you know, I feel this way because I went through this and all of a sudden I'll remember what I went through and I'll feel the strong emotion about how I was treated. I'm trying to find an outlet, but I realize the gym is maybe not going to be my outlet anymore. And um, I've went back and forth with the gym and I always thought, okay, I'll get over this hurdle and I'll go back. I'll get over this hurdle and I'll go back. I don't know how many gym hurdles I have not successfully maneuvered over. And it only just makes me feel sick, worse physically. And mentally, I end up like I did, um, frustrated as hell. So it's been tough. Um, very tough. And trying to work and maintain, as I said on another podcast, I don't know what happened with the glitches and that, but uh, I'll say it again. Trying to maintain some type of normalcy and some type of consistency is, I realize it's not possible anymore. And things have not gotten better. And I'm realizing they're not. But I'm still physically thinking I can internally do these things. And it's just... Um, it would make one crazy to think and continue thinking I can do this stuff physically and I just can't. But uh, turning white as a ghost, not being able to breathe and uh, getting really dizzy was uh, probably not the best uh, idea, you know? And then having just the blood gushing. Uh, you know, I don't know. I really don't. I just think, you know, 
is my journey going to be like this? Am I going to suffer? And if I do, I'm doing it my damn self. You know what I mean? People end their journey peacefully because they make peace with where they're at. And I question if I, am I ever going to get there? And was it from, because one of my therapists said that your mentality is coming from narcissistic personality disorder, narcissistic psychopaths, for many, many years, just kept telling people, most importantly, engraving it into your mind because of how they treated you, like you weren't even sick and your illness and chronic deserved no respect because they didn't give you any. And mentality and mentally, it's brainwashing, as they said, because you started even believing you weren't sick, but you were. So it's like trying to unravel. It's a really sick thing to have to go through, to have people literally act like that and have no decency or respect and not even give a damn about you when you're sick and make you out to be and treat you, treat you like a burden, nothing but a burden. It's bad enough I asked one of these narcs. I literally did this during the holidays. This is a God sauce truth to help me God proof to back up. Would you have treated me differently if I was physically able to have kids? Looked at me and said, yeah, probably. You know, that's what I'm talking about. You know, going through that kind of emotional trauma. Um, and then to accept that you're sick and you can't do the things that you're doing. If I had the true support and unconditional love and unconditional support while I was going through my journey, would I be in this fighting stance mentally and emotionally, a fighting what's going on internally? Would I be in that position now? Per trauma therapist, no. Last night at the gym, I've realized, no, I got a hell of a lot of work to do. But really, it's like, I got to get to it. I don't want to suffer knowing internally there's no cure and things just are getting worse. I don't want to suffer, but I don't want to be like my grandfather either and um, fight to your last breath. I want to be able, like I've seen people pass at peace and accept. Um, I just don't know if I'll ever get there.